and Elena, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to I Wouldn't Say, say no. no, a podcast. A podcast about male strippers only. They're male entertainers. Oh, I apologize. Um, so, <laughs> on this week's podcast, we are reviewing Magic, Magic Mike, Mike. And Magic Mike Double XL. And we brought our first guest. The our, esteemed. Our esteemed Ooh. colleague. John Meyer. John Hi. Meyer. <laughs> Welcome, John. Welcome, our first guest. Oh, How does so it feel? Much. Honored. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I personally felt um, that we couldn't talk about rock hard abs or Big Dick Richie without you in the building. Um, John you is. You know, Big Dick Richie is my boy. Yeah, John is throwing his <laughs> hands in the air. Yeah, and well, and I really wanted you on the pod because. Often your feedback for us is that you're screaming. You're screaming at the podcast, and why not give you a microphone to scream into? Mm-hmm. You know? that one time I rolled into your DM. Yes. Like the second episode, I was like, I have things to say about this, and like we need to get into it. Let's do it. Like, so we were like, you know what? I don't think the two of like neither of us like men enough to be able to talk about Magic Mike yeah, that's, or Magic Mike Double XL. That's actually title of up. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, let's talk about my eyebrows. Um, yeah. I just got them done. How do you feel? I feel super beautiful. No, you look beautiful. They uh, great. No, I feel great. I get my eyebrows done once a month. I have kind of some personal hang-ups about, um, like, my grooming habits. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, the things that I've started doing regularly in the last three years are, like, haircuts, eyebrows, and sometimes getting my nails done. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that used to be associated with like traditional femininity yeah. and like a lot of internalized misogyny makes me like hate doing that, but also I I love to do it. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's nice to be a nice for yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's very important and also like it's a larger thing of like femme shaming. Like hundred percent. Yeah. So you're like I- I've definitely gone through similar feels. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm it's just like mm, sometimes I just feel better because I look better and that's okay. Yep. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah. like um for me I realized the difference was that there's actually no expectation about me doing it and I think that's mm. the thing that mm-hmm. makes it fine and fun. I'm like I love to get my eyebrows done. I love to get my hair cut. I go to the same... I've been going to the same two people the whole time I've lived in Portland. And um, they are friends. They went yeah. to beauty school oh, together. that's nice. They're, like, best friends. Uh-huh. But also, like, I won't say they're frenemies because they are actually friends who do a lot of stuff together. Wow, when they listen to this podcast, they're going to be pissed. <laughs> they like to <don't> subscribe. <laughs> no, they're the best. I will say that I probably go they're great at their jobs but I also love to hang out with them so uh-huh. I'm like once every three months just drop $200 to get my hair done and also hang out with a person I really like yeah it's not $200 John's making like... a face at me you can call me out and and call me call me nuts on this no it's not $200 but you know yeah um, no people people spend money on that yeah. I'm like I go to Bishops like once a month maybe. Yeah. I feel really good about my once a month ritual because mm-hmm. I like my yeah. zero on the sides. Your hair looks feel. great. Yeah. Uh, it's been a minute. I'm I'm, a, I'm about to. <laughs> what what is it up top? Zero on the sides, what is zero it up top? Zero on the sides, high fade, and then like whatever I'm feeling. I'm just like, maybe just don't take a lot off the top oh. this time. That's fine. I just like sometimes I, I like to do it a little bit up, a little bit down, you know. It's yeah. Fine. yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. Low maintenance. Yeah. Key. Yeah. Um when I when I go see so my favorite other favorite thing about going to see these women who uh-huh. like I 
would call my friends if they let me, but they won't. Um, without paying $200. Yeah, without paying $200. <laughs> I'm in love with a stripper, um, is how I feel. Wow. Um, now I'm imagining strippers with clippers. But they, they tell me stories about each other. Oh, okay. That they, like, wouldn't tell me personally. Uh-huh. So, like, they'll be like, oh, my God, so-and-so is nuts like she wants her boyfriend's metal band to play in my backyard for her birthday nope and then I go see the other one and she's like did she tell you she broke up with blah 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 and she like (laughs) melted his phone in the microwave and I just live for the tea yeah so I get a little bit of both but anyway it's because it's I mean it's like your own personal reality show you just get to follow both their narratives without like actually being that emotionally invested but they're both like also just great and full humans and I love them if you're listening to this podcast please don't lock me out of getting my hair cut. <laughs> She'll keep paying you $200, <laughs> yes, okay? For, for a thing that's not worth that much. What do we call that reality show? Mm, I still like stripper I'm in love, clippers. Yeah, I'm in love know. with the stripper clippers. Um, but I took a lift over here, and um, my driver had a British accent, which was surprising. Do you think it was fake? No, but he was like... <laughs> Are you sure? But here's what he said. It's a beautiful day here in P-Town. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I was like, that's one name for it. Um, so I was like, yeah, I love P-Town. Um, and then I was just like, oh, I was thinking about like the social pressures of talking to your Lyft driver. And I wish you yeah. could just any, any. Yeah. Well, so it's, it's hard because like they can get. They like that's a good thing for them. Mm-hmm. Like when you fill out and you give your five stars or whatever, like good conversation is one of the things that that's like they so can get marked up for. Yeah, it's oh, it's hard. I feel I was actually thinking about this earlier today, and I'm surprised because we talked about our talking points, and I did not remember that I had so much to say about Lynch until <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but no, really, it's like I want somebody who is aware enough of first. <laughs> the road that they're driving mm-hmm. on and like priority mm-hmm. number one is like yo safe drive please but yeah, also so, like, like read the road attention read the to room. like read the room mm-hmm. precious exactly. cargo on read board the room also. like yeah be able to understand like when your people are like here for you talking to them or like when they're not yeah so it's yeah. a good sign I also of feel like a, do i feel guilty about like feeling like i'm asking too much for my lift driver i'm just like I just need you to drive safely, and whatever you need to do within that is yeah. fine. Like, yeah. Eh. I think it's okay. It's your commute. Yeah. How often do you find them talking to you and getting so invested in the conversation that they fully are, like, taking wrong turns? Because I find that all the time. And as someone, Stop being so compelling. Well, as someone from Portland, Oregon, I just, like, I'm like, why the fuck would you take a right here? That's not how you get to my house. And yeah. then you have the, like, oh, are they kidnapping me? And then you're like, no, 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 we're cool, we're cool. Um, definitely, but definitely, I've definitely had that. Yeah. Where you both have felt like you've been being kidnapped? No, no. Where they're just, like, they're talking so much that they're not watching where they're going, and then you're like, oh, is this intentional? Most mm. kind of it's things. because, like, the conversation, the time that I've encountered that have been like, oh, the conversation's just been so pleasant and natural that, like, I can understand them getting lost, so I don't necessarily feel that fear. Mm. Yeah. Wait, (laughs) you mentioned that you just had an experience. Do you want to share with us? Oh, I was just coming back from a show, and this bro-y driver was just like... Was he in a pickup truck? No. I, okay. Well, you you rode in a pickup truck lift? I was hanging out at White Owl. Like many years ago. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, like yeah. it was actually probably my second time there, um, and like the last time I went there. But I call a lift to go home, 
and what pulls up in front of me is like a pickup truck but it was so what is it called when lifted it was so lifted uh -huh. um that it was like <laughs> the wheel like the top of the wheel was like at my not at my chin but maybe at like my torso <laughs> yeah. and i was you were in a where, monster truck I was a basically monster truck and I was wearing a skirt and I was like, how do people get into this? And he was like, just grab the strap and hoist yourself in. <laughs> and I was like, this is a fucking nightmare. Like, I mean, I understand. I don't, I don't know what like lift accessibility things are, mm. but what the yeah, fuck? That's, yeah, that's you don't know if I got a bad ankle, Yeah, totally. um, but I was so pissed off. But do either of you ever pretend that you have to do work or you're like listening to a work call? I always have my headphones in. Really? Yeah. See, sometimes I think that's I'll take so one out. Rude, but... Sometimes I'll take one out, and if they want to make like nice enough conversation or like want to talk to me about where I'm going, most often it's to work, and then we talk about like the place we I work and like how they have a website, and I'm like I don't care, but like yeah. I also appreciate that you think it's easy to use because all the people we interact with yeah, make me yeah. feel like it's sure not, <laughs> but like <laughs> this is a good. Um, place for an ad for uh, any website builder that wants to give us money, um, I think. And sponsorship opportunity. Any sponsorship. <laughs> or really anybody, a toothbrush or We're a wholesome. wine. Or um, maybe we just gave wine. someone a business idea to start a lift type company where just no one talks. I would love that. I would love Silent if you lift, could. Like yeah. Silent discos. Yeah. I yeah. would love if you could opt in or opt out. Ooh, if there was just an option. Yeah. So build that into the app. Like, yeah. here for conversation, not here for conversation. But also, but also imagine yourself driving 11 hours a day and being told, like, you're not allowed to talk. Like, it's, I see both sides of it. Because I, most of the time, Maybe the driver opted too. I think too. there's a fair way yeah, that you yeah. can, like, That's true. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it like, out. you know how it feels when, Casual like. Casual conversation, ask me about my life, like, maybe just a list of, like prompts like ask me about my life don't talk yeah. to me tell me about your day the end yeah all right lift we have a business proposal uh contact us at i wouldn't say no pod <laughs> yeah. on instagram slide into the dms um, um do y'all ever get how i got here do y'all ever get lift sob stories that are like so well rehearsed that you're just yeah what do you mean oh from your lift driver yeah like yeah. what to overshare about their life yeah, yeah. they overshare really yeah. hard about their I lives have, that was the other night yep yeah and they'll be like oh my god carrie and i had this one on the way to the airport it was like a 5 a.m airport ride which is like definitely one of those don't talk lift situations totally. it's five yeah. in the morning I haven't had my coffee yet yeah um and this woman it you know her, she was going through some real shit like mm. definitely like her husband had died like oh, no. all she did was work gig economy jobs but like she had a master's in public health and I was like wow oh, yeah that is really that. really hard and it's but then you want to like respect that and yeah like, I respect give them that. their space and like let them be real people but like where do you draw the line well yeah and it it, it was weird too because it like felt like a very rehearsed hustle and then mm. there were like all these like tip tip like give me cash oh. yeah. yeah and it was like it really sucked because i was like i am exactly the type of person that falls for stuff like that <laughs> like absolutely and then i'll be like i do yeah okay i have 10 bucks here you go i don't know um yeah so i'm always like extra wary about it but yeah but but then if it's true i'm like oh my god i'm so sorry but also maybe like find a way to process it that's not with strangers in your lift you know? That just jogged me on something that I experienced yesterday while sitting outside of Quality Bar with Dee. Yeah. Like, Dee and I were just talking about Pokemon Go. 
Yeah, as you do. As we do. Yeah. <laughs> and this one's just I've drinking never her talked bubble. about Pokemon, oh, though. well, we're about to. <laughs> yes, I guess. Um, no, I'll no, go then. take our shit while you do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this woman sitting next to us at Quality Bar, we were sitting outside enjoying the sun, you know, sucking it up. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, Dee and I were talking about Pokemon Go. And this woman sitting next to us with her glass of wine was just like, oh yeah, like, I love that you guys have so much fun just talking about that, like, and then it opened up this whole conversation about, like, how she was, like, sitting there waiting for her daughter who was in Powell's, and, like, her daughter had survived some, like, shooting in Oregon, like, <sighs> five years ago, yeah. and, like, was taking care of the son of her friend who also, who died in that shooting, oh and, like, yeah. it was a whole thing. Yeah. And it's, I was like, that is not about Pokemon Go. I'll yeah. just that out. I, I yeah. didn't say it was about yeah. Pokemon Go. It was yeah. about the people you meet along the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's not about the end result. It's about yeah. the journey. Yeah. And what a shitty journey you know that what? sounds the, the, like. Pokemon is really about the adventure. Let's yeah. Like, yeah. Period. And sometimes. It's about the people you meet along the way. Yeah. Sometimes the adventure is filled with people who don't have healthy boundaries. Yeah. And that's okay. It was fine. She had her wine. I was like, yeah. I'm living for your fantasy right now. It's like, yeah, let's talk about it for 20 minutes. D just did down and was like John's got this one. Yeah, like, oh, he didn't leave, but like just sat there yeah. and like enjoyed their pizza, and yeah. I was just like, "All right, so like I'm here. I I, I was I was game to entertain yeah. somebody yeah. who just wanted to like chit chat and exactly. like engage with people around them, and I kind of like that sometimes. Yeah, when the mood is right. That's how our lift rides always go. Like I yeah. usually let Carrie tap out, but there'll be <laughs> we had this one person. This was oh oh so um. <laughs> We, Hopefully people are still here for this lift segment. Oh, they are because everyone everyone has a lift story. Yes, everyone has one. Anyway, so th- and this will be the last lift, and then we'll move on to our. I have another lift story. Now. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll share my lift story, my third lift story after. I have a lot. <laughs> so um, we are taking a flight, and it's the weekend where it was like horribly snowy and icy, and mm. we're like, okay, I'm really glad lift exists. Get us to the airport. Uh, dude that rolls up in like a Subaru, um, wearing a Utilicil, oh, yeah. um, just mansplains the whole drive there, mm. and then says something. What was something, he telling you about? Oh, just like about how like good he is at driving in the snow, pretty much. You oh, know? yeah, yeah, that's... yeah. Um, and so anyway, and like how all Portlanders are horrible at it, and blah blah blah. So then he's like, "You guys like skiing?" And Carrie's like, "Oh yeah, I love it." And I famously hate it. Super afraid of heights. Um, terribly clumsy. This is a really bad time. Uh, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you don't. You don't look like you'd be into skiing. You look Whoa. like you're really. You nope. look like you're really into." That's where I draw the line. Cosmic tubing. The line what? was already drawn, and he went way past it. What's cosmic tubing? He said, I looked like someone that enjoyed, and this is something I have enjoyed, because there's nothing wrong with enjoying cosmic tubing. <laughs> I wanted to know if just, like, floating down a river with, like, So, it's, lights, like, yeah, so it's, like, like, cosmic bowling, but you're in an inner tube, and you're going down a snowy mountain slope. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That sounds See, lovely. I don't understand snow where I come from, so cosmic tubing is, like, oh, yes, we're in a river, not, like, oh, tubing yeah. down some ice. Well, that have makes you tried... more sense with the context of what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> have you tried to tube in Oregon? No. Yeah, exactly, because it's rapids. Yes, I did. I, I have. Yeah, I did last summer. That's mm. how I got my base tan last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can I yeah. know how you responded to the Lyft driver? What'd you say? Oh, so that was one of the only times that I shut it down and Carrie had to pick up. Oh, you just stopped <laughs> I talking? I just stopped talking. Yeah. 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 Sometimes, <laughs> so, like, my way of what you just described your dynamic with Carrie is, like, frequently my dynamic with Doug. He oh, just course. shuts down in a lift. Um, so, but sometimes if the driver's, like, 
too chatty and Doug shut down, I'll just start a fight with Doug to kind of <laughs> tap out of the conversation with the Lyft driver. Because I still, amazing. I'd rather fight with Doug than talk to someone who like doesn't respect our boundaries. That's valid. I'd rather fight with my partner in public. Yeah. That's well, and we won't really fight, but I'll just be like, hey, respond to this person. I don't want to talk to them. You're leaving me hanging. Wow. Um, so that's, and that always makes the Lyft driver really uncomfortable. So oh, that yeah. if you want to try that strategy that's next time. Yeah. Weird if you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I really so, like that. Okay, cool. now that we've talked about Lyft for a solid 72 minutes, yeah. um, what else no, is going on? What's right. happening? Uh, not much. I think, Has... I think we can move on to Youth Delegate. Yeah, what do think? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. so. I mean, is there we anything have a lot exciting? to say about Magic Mike, so. We do, yeah. that's true. I nothing so many nothing exciting yeah. happened in the week? Uh, I got bangs. <gasps> Deirdre got bangs. Here's the thing, it's not the first time. She bangs, she bangs. Oh, I do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they look great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Oh, I hate when you have a hair appointment at like the very beginning of the day, and you like know you're making a change, mm. and you know you're gonna have to go into work afterwards, oh. and you've like just made the change, so you haven't had time to like accept it and be like, yourself, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah this is great. Love it. And instead, it's just like walking right into the office, and then everyone's like, "You got bangs." Everyone you expects know? like talking points about the change yeah. you've made. Yeah. And I was mostly like. Actually, this is how my hair used to be, like, for, like, seven years out of my 20s. Is like, that why you posted that young picture you posted yeah, the other day? I yeah. was like, ooh, yes. I, I've bangs. always had these bangs. Like, always. It's just when I, People like... People are like, what changed? Exactly. Something, what what pushed yeah. you over the edge? Yeah, because it's usually, like... What, are we getting I what did change? What did change? What um, pushed I don't like you? My forehead. Okay. <laughs> it's mostly just, but actually, it's not a change. That's just that's a constant. <laughs> I actually suggested to the woman who does my hair that I grow my bangs out, uh-huh. and it was, she's usually game for whatever, and it was yeah. the first time she was like. I don't think that's a good idea. And I was like, oh. that's why they're professional. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have the same bangs I've had for 17 years, but sure. Yeah. If I broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I need to remind myself of that. It's, I think of the amount of different hairstyles I've had just at, in the last four and a half years of the job that, yeah, um, it's a lot. The job that we share. Yeah, I've gone all the way short. I had blue hair. I had a lighter blue hair. I want blue. You oh, should do it. Oh. You should. You should do bangs and blue hair, John. I've done the bangs. You've I've done bangs? I've done bangs in college. It's not a cute Were they like emo bangs? They really were. I mean, I tried my best. <laughs> to just like flat iron this yes, just like over absolutely. my eye just like and there was yes. never enough of it and yeah. so it just looked mm. like weird and Kinda don't like ever Donald look Trump back vibe. on my Facebook pictures anybody and like, <laughs> everybody please I'm go to John my... my Facebook just to do this <laughs> um, no I think you should go blue though yeah. I really think you should. I, 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 I've, I've thought about it. Just try a blue hat for a week. See how you feel. <laughs> These days yeah. I'm feeling more about myself and more confident in myself where yeah. I feel like... You know, I think you I should can, dye your chest hair blue. Oh, shut the fuck up. Come on! <laughs> Come on! Now I'm imagining... Do it for mommy. Ooh, for like 4th of July you could do a red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> This is a fashion podcast. We can talk about it. Okay. We can do like the spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that we've put John on the spot, time to move to the youth. We we just we discuss what's happening with the youth, how we can be involved in it, um, and so we have some things to talk. We actually have like. Maybe two things to talk about this week, but yeah. let's start with yeah. one. Who knows so, about those youths? So Youth yeah. Delegate, for me, before I introduced it to Yelena, started with 
uh, I knew that uh, BTS, the K-pop band, had the number one album in America, and I wasn't super familiar with them. And so Carrie and I were hanging out on like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, and I was just like, we should watch some BTS videos because they're really popular in America and we don't know anything about this. And we realized they all looked like the most beautiful like their skin. How is it so nice? That's the Korean skincare on you. Right? Yeah. No, oh it's not Facetune. Nope. I mean, they could probably. Listen. There is production at this point that could Facetune for yes. three there, minutes there, of a music there, video, there, but there's Facetune. There's all of that, but also like there's just like quality Korean skincare. Yeah, yeah. Like that's why all of that like snail slime, like mm-hmm. beauty shit. Yeah. Everybody's about it. Should we? Oh, to all the listeners, just FYI, mm. we are all wearing snail slime masks right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's we all put them on. Um, but due to our advanced audio editing, you couldn't hear you us. You can't hear us through the slime. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't. You hear, can't hear the slime. You couldn't hear us opening the packages and applying them. But I promise <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah. So, John, we had you on because you're our resident K-pop expert in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden, hidden, hidden all talking points for this podcast. Here. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to know about K-pop? Anyway. Well, I want to know first of all. Well, first before, of all, before we get into BTS, how'd you get into K-pop? Yeah. Uh, I got into K-pop through my friend Spencer in college in 2008. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So you put in the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a good decade into K-pop uh-huh. at this point. Um, yeah. And I've I've seen. Trends come and go. I've seen groups. You've seen it all. Rise and fall. You know, <laughs> what like... was the most painful fall? <gasps> oh God, you don't want to get into it. <laughs> is it a lot? Because I have a lot of questions, but I want to. Elena has been scrolling I mean, on her phone for a while. I'm now. trying to find all, all my fucking questions. notes. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a lot. Like, there's this group called Tierra, and it's T hyphen A R A Tierra. Okay. Oh, um, love it. And they were super big in like the. Uh, early 2010s okay like had a, like a few like really solid bops and then randomly like they just started adding new members to the group uh-huh and one of these new members eventually led to like some like bullying rumors like oh. within the group and then like public sentiment around this group just kind of like tanked oh. and this group's like management company didn't do anything to like dispute or like deny the claims of bullying Ooh. oh and it's only been within the last couple of years that it's come out that like none of that actually happened and oh my like God, their what? entire careers just like went down the freaking tube because That's crazy terrible. like fans like yeah. made stories and like theories about like what was going on totally and everybody just kind of believed it as fact and it totally killed all of their careers Tia- mm. tiara tiara that yep. sucks damn yeah. What about, well, okay, but what about BTS? What okay, do we know so about BTS. Them? Um, they're cuter dudes know? in K-pop. They're, wow. Honestly, like, I've never really been about their music No, like that's that. fine. I just, like, it was kind of my first window yeah. into it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it's interesting because, like, BTS is not how the K-pop that I like, personally. Okay. Yeah. What's okay. the difference? Um, yeah, like, what's... This is very, like, BTS is, like, super electronic and, like, oh. very, like, EDM But also, like, ballad like... it felt. Yeah. Is any of it, like, kind of Marilyn Manson vibes? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You're like, this... I'm trying to find a K-pop, K-pop band, K-pop. Doug no. and I can <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, here's the reason I ask. Because most of my exposure to K-pop is at KBBQ on Southeast 82nd, oh, okay, um, which yeah. is mm-hmm. a Korean barbecue place I yeah. love. 
and like one of oh, actually this is true about many Korean barbecue places but specifically here they have TVs all over the place okay, and yeah. they're playing K-pop nice but, you need to go on 23rd shout out you're my fave yeah <laughs> no but like so they're they're playing all of it but there's no music yeah. so mm. I'm kind of deducing like what things sound like without sound um, based on the like outfits. they could be Marilyn Manson videos or Well, what? some of them are like, <laughs> you know, like you'll see videos by the same groups but they have extremely different looks. Uh -huh. um, and so sometimes they'll be like, where like doing like kind of the traditional K-pop, like very cute boys thing. Yeah. And then you'll see the same group doing like a ballady like Marilyn Manson like yes. eyeliner. Well, That's I mean, why concept I changes are the big thing in K-pop. Okay. Interesting. So going you know, that. you open up, you start as a group and you debut with like, you know, how do you want everybody to think of yeah. your group? But um, for me, I'm like, if they can't pull off multiple different styles and concepts and okay. like looks and vibes, you're just kind of... One trick pony. That's so yeah. wild to think about. Okay, so I'm like... When I think of that much, like, reinvention, I'm applying it to my own... Constant stimulation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm applying it to my own, like, American worldview, and I'm like, okay, like, so that was, like, Madonna's thing, always reinventing herself. Mm -hmm. but do you think that that's been a large influence? Oh, I, I, I don't know if it's Madonna specifically, but that, that gotcha. idea of, like, reinvention... Yeah, and like, coming like, back. And coming back. Yeah. And the way K-pop works is, like, they don't often release full albums. Oh, okay. So they're more apt to releasing a song. Uh-huh. And then changing up their, like, concept and look completely, and then three months later having something completely different. Okay, so, like, Ariana Grande for the last two years, if she hadn't put out full albums, basically? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Or Rihanna. Okay, yeah, Like, totally. you know, when Rihanna had, like, album, 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 album. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was always a different haircut, it was always yeah. a different look. Mm. This yeah. is something I was thinking about this weekend also. Yeah, no, that's it's a good call. Like, yeah, it, it's very it, it's very much like Rihanna, but condensed, like, into a year. Okay. Or, like, two years, Damn. where you get, like, seven different concepts or looks wow. from the same group. And you oh, know, there's so always cool. something new coming with K-pop. That's awesome. You know, you, and you follow enough groups where it's like every month, you know, one of your favorite so groups cool. is coming back. It's something to, to keep checking back yeah, on. That's yeah. why I have my K-pop vlogs. Like, it's yeah. video games oh and K-pop vlogs. That's all I do. All, that's like, that's, that's how I get through my work day. <laughs> so I'm bringing it back. You and Carrie watched some BTS videos. Yeah. Uh, okay. And we were kind of like... Not to feminize them, but they all looked like really pretty lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think they were really cute? I mean, yeah, like, I was just like, yeah, they look like nice lesbians. <laughs> so, I had never heard of BTS, but I know that they've been in the news a little bit. They've had, like, oh, there's been, like, of... a spinoff group, which we can talk about for a second. Yes. But this started for me when I read two tweets. Mm -hmm. And these are, like, two very niche <laughs> tweets that I was like, I don't fucking get this. And we have to talk about this on the podcast. And... John, like, I did research, but I was like, John needs to come, like, explain this to me, because this is many layers deep. So, okay. um, there's this writer for Vulture, his name is E. Alex Jung, mm -hmm. um, he's awesome, he is so smart, and one of my favorite yeah, writers and people on Twitter, um, so he tweets a thing that says, tell me if I'm, I feel so scared of mispronouncing that name. Jungkook Hyun is gay rights. Okay, so that's his first tweet. And who is Jungkook? I have no idea. You don't know it's who he is? And maybe it's one of the members of BTS. It's I don't one of know the, the members that closely. It's, it's one of the members of BTS. I don't follow dude groups just in general. Me and the ladies, we get along okay. just fine. <laughs> yeah, like the dude groups, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. Unless you're like super hot and BTS isn't. So, yeah. no, so that's, that's the first tweet. Um, and I'm like, what does it mean? And I start Googling it. And yes, that is one of the members in BTS. Oh, okay. Jungkook. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they, st and, 
Anyway, and then the next tweet is, no lie, the first time a guy called me young while I was inside him, I shot straight to the moon. <laughs> and I was like, I, I have do... to know what this means. Yeah, I do remember seeing that one online. I think I got a like. Am I, <laughs> I now deleted to it? I was just like, good for him. If we went back into what was. So I was like, okay, this is so fucking deep. I need to start, like, I need to pull this apart one yeah. by one. Um, Linguistically, so tell how, how me what, you know, <laughs> can you tell us and the listeners, and I want to like get through some like K-pop slang, but like for me to understand what is young. Number one is young. Young is like what a young male would call like an older male figure, like an okay. older brother type. Uh-huh. But you know, it seems as though gay Twitter has twisted this into <laughs> being synonymous almost with daddy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm here for. But do you <laughs> know? I wasn't aware of because I don't really Twitter like that. Yeah. But, uh, like, I'm That tweet it. just made me it. laugh. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So it is kind of like a daddy thing. And now, do you know about, like, the BTS and this member calling, like, admitting that it, he is, like, the young of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that whole thing came about because there is a new group. I think it's TXT. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the way K-pop works is there are these agencies that manage groups and there yeah. are a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so BTS is under I don't I think their Big Hit Entertainment is their, their company. <laughs> Big Hit Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's their company's name. And so that company is coming out with a new boy group. Okay. And basically trying to bank on BTS's fame. Yeah. To like you yeah. Know, it is TXT by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like funnel that into their new group. Yeah. Um. So BTS is like the older brother group to TXT. Uh, wait. Okay. So why would you, why, it's not bad to be an older brother. No, 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 no. No, it's oh, good. No, and that's, that's what I mean, like, gay Twitter has twisted this into being okay. something more salacious. Gotcha. I love that. Um, but, so by... but, but in, in, in Korea, like, hyung is, like, a, a very, like, common, normal thing that, okay. like, a younger yeah. person, a younger male yeah. would call an older male. Okay. So not even. like, within their same company or that they're familiar with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, shows honor enough to, like, their status as an older, like, more experienced person. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, so we're sort of discussing Hyung as daddy. Yeah. Which, I don't know. <laughs> Hyung as daddy. Yeah, that's, an alternate, that. that's an alternate yeah. title. I don't feel that. like I'm an authority <laughs> enough to, like, say that. I'm like, I don't have, any, I don't have the yeah, notes. I, you don't have to. Yeah. Um, there are some <laughs> other kind of important K-pop terms where, like, if I am to encounter them on gay Twitter, which apparently is the only Twitter I'm on. I mean, that's the one you would it's encounter on gay Twitter. I mean, you know, female groups refer to an older brother as, or an older brother, like, symbol, like, type person as Opa. Okay. okay. And so a lot of female K-pop one. groups yeah. will be like, Opa, Opa. Uh-huh. And so what does that mean? Like sister, sister, no, uh, older brother. Oh, it's oh, like yeah. older yeah, brother big figure. Brother, big brother. But a lot of times in 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 female K-pop, it's you know that older male love interest that like, oh. you're kind of close to, and you're like coming so into realizing daddy. your feelings. Okay, and it's another just like, daddy. Oh no, Opa, I actually really kind of like you. What's this is a lot of daddy. What's yeah. the um, <laughs> what's the Opa. term for that in anime? Oh, is it anime? Wait, no. Am I thinking of? Of hentai? Never mind. Let's, I mean, let's get the fuck it's, off it's this topic. Enough, but um, no, I don't think in Japanese media it, there's. I, I'm not. What's the enough. like sort of um, like wise old? Oh, senpai. You're thinking about. Senpai. I am. I you're am. thinking of senpai. 
Yeah, okay. that is the kind of like is that daddy ver- the Japanese daddy version of Hyung, <laughs> I guess, as so Twitter has twisted to it. International daddies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't <laughs> international daddies. Like I'm also this episode. Episode. I'm putting yeah. my East Asian studies major to good use. I'm, this is good. I'm yeah, glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Any other kind of um, subtle, like sexy slang in K-pop that we need to know? And this is like very youth delegate because there's like so much youth that this is just K-pop yeah. is catching on with the youth it Absolutely. is and it's like yeah. so baked in um, and I want to understand what's happening on Twitter gay Twitter well, straight comedy Twitter, Twitter. S- straight I mean so like a uh, uh, straight terminology yeah I mean not straight terminology necessarily but um you know other terminology for like a a, a, a young man addressing an older woman it's like Nuna oh Nuna Nuna like uh, okay. wait say that again Nuna and what's like a use case? Uh, so like if you're a younger man, like referring to an older female figure. So that's like a cougar. who you might want to yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's like a cougar. Oh, yeah. okay. Nuna okay. Nuna Town. Yeah. Is that like Courtney a Cox? Is that like a milf? That's gross. <laughs> Sorry, I no, feel like I'm being I mean, really and, bad and, and today. A lot of this is like you know scandalized and made more salacious in the context of like you know gay twitter or like are yeah, we using it yeah. as something totally. sexual totally. but in in general it's just very much like everyday terms for like how you refer to the people yeah. that are close okay. to you or so then you. so then i have a question as I well daddy. um <laughs> <laughs> i call all my friends daddy. yeah but also I mean, when I some do, children call their fathers <laughs> yep sure fine yep. there are other words for like actual father <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say so then Generally speaking, is it would you call K-pop like not overtly sexualized? Yeah. So then all of so it, so reading into the subtext like is kind yeah. of like it, you it, have to yeah okay it's very much like well I mean a lot of the memeiness and like uh-huh. the like social media like the fun you have with it yeah. as like an American and like you know integrating this into your like yeah <laughs> everyday vernacular yeah because like we're all just it is kind of fun with like gay twitter terms to think of like oh hyung is daddy uh-huh. but like yeah, yeah. i don't think in general in korea that's the understanding of it no yeah. like, and yeah. i do and i will clarify that like the person uh i might be wrong who knows well the person who tweeted this is korean um so it's not like a white person Taking yeah, that this makes me feel and, more legit about it, actually. Yeah, which like, makes it even better. Yeah, he is Korean, and that was his joke, and I think that's his joke to make, and I don't yeah. think yeah, I'd be no, like, okay. oh, I wouldn't I take it for myself, yeah, but I will appreciate exactly. it for yeah, what it is. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why I got the likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, you can't be giving out those likes. Um, do we have anything else to unpack? I feel like, like we could have done a whole I know, episode on k on. I could do a whole K-pop episode. Yeah, but, we'll have you back to keep talking about it. Maybe we take a break and... Okay, what, yes, what Stan that? Luna. I've heard about that. Ooh, go quickly tell yeah, me about yeah, Stan Luna. I don't know what okay. that is. Okay, so yeah. Luna is a 12-member K-pop group. They're yes. female. 12? Yes, yeah. they're 12. And so the way a K-pop group normally That's works is that a company puts them all together and debuts them, like, introduces them all as, like, a group that normally has, like, a similar look, so it's hard to tell them all apart. Okay. Um, So it's like, why do you have all these members? It's just, like, weird. But, yeah. like, Luna's introduction cycle was every member has their own solo like uh-huh. single oh. in the lead up to eventually debuting as a full 12 member group so they have 12 singles yes there are 12 singles and then within those 12 members like every three or four they would split it up and give them like a small like subunit like group single 
Yeah. That's so deep. Yeah. I know. And so you really get to know all the members individually before like they debut as a full group. That's mm-hmm. so rad. I have so much to say about Luna. I, it's too much for well, this. Well, honestly, but this is like... Sam Luna, they're great. They make good music. They have good messages. It's great. That's okay. awesome. It's so art. It's we're like, gonna... It really is like... It, yeah. It's become like an art form, that group. Absolutely. Maybe... And so I think this is going to get its own spinoff episode. Because that a sounds... A Luna episode? I think yeah. so. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. We'll listen to some Luna. We'll watch the videos. It's not... K-pop in general is... You can't just listen to the music you have to yeah. experience the visuals of totally. it also like yeah. there it, it is so it's all so tightly mm-hmm. intertwined that makes it, sense like the music isn't just music like it's always about like what are the looks what are the concepts uh-huh. like whose hair is doing what who's yeah. got the nasty bleached hair this time like, <laughs> so now yeah. i'm imagining if because like you know i'm thinking of the spice girls and how they were like corporate put together mm-hmm. you know and now i'm imagining if they had each had to put out their own uh, single posh never would have made it <laughs> yeah never. fuck her she had, a, she had a solo album that never made it out oh god yeah. I want to say there was like a black panther on the cover of it, but I might be wrong. That's just how you envision her in your mind. It might have been a Doberman. (laughs) All right. We got to save some of this juice for Magic Mike because we have so much to talk about there. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, empty our bladders, and fill up our cups, and we'll see y'all in a minute. Ready our abs. All right. And we're back. And, and it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Oh, we have Magic Mike. And Magic Mike. Mike Tyler, so. We I got did, a double feature. I did drop a roll of toilet paper into the toilet <laughs> on our break. It's true. It was an extended I break. <laughs> I dropped a whole, tried to change the toilet paper roll yeah. and um, did drop it in the toilet. You know what? Yeah, the best. It was the not best full of plans. You know? The yeah. best things in life are free. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> the best things in life are pee. Yes, that's what I was saying. Thank you, John. You knew. Yep, yep. You knew, yeah. Okay, let's talk about Magic Mike. Um, yeah, so let's start with the first movie. Well, let's start with our familiarity. You to cross things off the board here. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Where we came from in respect to, like, okay, so... Had you seen both movies? What level of virginity did we have going yes, into this, yeah. this, these films? Yeah. I had seen XXL with you in yeah. living room. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, we saw it with your friend David mm-hmm, when it came out. Um, but I had not been exposed to the original. Yeah. So I, upon rewatching it, I think I did see the original once when it came out. Wow. But I, Lies. I, well, I, I know, but, like, that's how twice. memorable so it was. I know, right? I'm so sorry. But, obviously, I've seen Double XL. I saw it with John and David in the theaters. We had an amazing time. At Living Room That's theaters. the other question I have. Is it Double XL or XXL? XXL. Oh, I like calling it Double XL. Whichever. I saw the trailer for Magic Mike Double XL with Deirdre's mom at Living Room Theaters, <laughs> um, apparently, because I ran into... We were both there to see the documentary Iris... Um, and yeah, Deirdre's mom said hi to me on the way in. Yeah. And then she loves the my first trailer yeah. they played was Magic Mike Double XL. Oh, so yeah. in a way we all saw it together. Which she, I'm sure, loved. Some... There were some ladies hooting in the back. Yeah, so something to know about my mom is she really likes men's butts. She, she would love to tell you all about it. Um, why isn't she on the pod? No <laughs> yeah, right. like, why did I get invited for this episode? You're right. We should have had Mary. We made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, I'll be yeah. the best Mary stand-in I can Thank be. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. My family and I really appreciate that. <laughs> so I had seen Magic Mike Double XL not in theaters, but also probably 
with you and maybe David. Um, I don't know. Did we, you go with all of us? No, I didn't. No, I didn't I, see it in yeah. theaters. Um, I'm I'm humiliated by this film, and so <laughs> like okay, I, let's start from the yeah, first movie. But yes, yeah. yeah, so that was my level. I had never seen Magic okay. Mike. Cool. So, yeah, I remember, like, it all came rushing back to me. I was like, oh, shit, I did see this. And I remember it because, like, so many straight, boring comedy dudes I knew thought it was, like, an amazing movie. No, Like, stop. genuinely a good stop movie. Stop it. Yeah. This is, and these were, like, the funny this. comedy dudes I knew, and that's too. They weren't, movie. like, the shitty open micers. They were, like, they, were, they were, like still have comedy careers, and they were, that's like, how the movie, this is a good movie. Well, that's how the movie positions itself, right? It's yeah, by exactly. A Steven Soderbergh. The yeah. first Magic Mike is very much for the dudes. Yeah, it's very much for the I dudes. I think that's the best way yeah. to put it. So it came out in... That, yeah. like, it's not about male entertainers and like really mm-hmm. glorifying them or like celebrating them. Yeah, or it's even about, an attempt at the female no, gaze. It's, it, no, it's very much about like telling a gritty story of men mm-hmm. as male entertainers who do drugs yeah. and like, you it's know. It's so... Work stupid. on construction sites. <laughs> Alright, so let's really let's let's set the let's do like a quick summary of Magic Mike, like kind of like yeah, walk the, plot. the plot. Yeah. Um so it is Mike, he's a construction worker. Feel free to jump yes. in because yeah, I yeah, yeah, did yeah. not retain a lot. Mm-hmm. Um he randomly meets, meets a random like kid on his construction site. Who sucks Who's at the job. He has never seen and never yet he decides no, does not they know exist. if this man has moves, does not know no. if this man has no, no, abs, no. does not know if this not man, this nineteen year old yes, boy, because the kid, kid is kid. nineteen, yeah. which is something that's gonna be important as yeah. we talk through this story. Yeah. yeah. Um, invites him on the first day they meet to secretly come to his, like, DIY strip show. No, he doesn't invite him. Kid is out on his own and then runs into him on the street and is like, Mike, 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 you want to let me into this club? And he's like, dude, you're wearing gross scrub-ass shit. You can't come into this club, but you know, like, I will use my suede to get you in here. But then, like, it immediately transitions into, like, let's give this kid alcohol and drugs yeah. and G. Yeah. And, like, then, like, make him strip in front of people. And then, like, next thing you know, the kid's part of the group. The end! Yeah. So I, so I wrote that down. <laughs> we all took notes as we yeah. watched the film. And I wrote Copious. down when Mike just pushes him out and literally says, I hope you can dance. That's all he says. <laughs> and I feel like... Mm, bit of a jump for the writers to take because yeah. how many random 19 year old men How many men random white men know? can, can yeah, dance? Yeah, none of them. Nope, we're talking yeah. about like 0.5% of the population that takes here. training. Yeah, yeah. And he's taking off his dirty ass socks on the stage. Oh, no, no one he wears ass socks. He his loose ass chonies and he wears his socks. What word did you say? Chonies. What's a chony? Underwear. From what region? I come from in the southwest in oh. the Arizonas. <laughs> Maybe it's, I, I don't know if it's an explicitly, like, Mexican or, like, Spanish term, but, Yeah, I've like, never heard that. Chonies like is, is, is what I've always what grown you up call calling underwear, yeah. That's I great. Chonies. Yeah. I love Those that. Cute little chonies. Yeah. I've never heard I that. I did, so, during that scene, though, I also really liked, they, they, like, had this cutaway scene to Matthew McConaughey, and he was just, like, nodding like a proud dad. <laughs> okay, so and we I need to explain who Matthew really McConaughey happy. is in the movie. He's he plays. The he plays a character named yeah. Dallas. Dallas. Um, he, and he sort tells of all of the dudes exactly what number they're gonna do and choreographs everything and yes. is like the like godfather of this like male entertainer troupe. Right. So yeah. he's not really he's sort of like he's not the MC, but he's he kind is. of like no, the he ring. Is the MC. No, the other guy. No. 
Uh, he's just the DJ. Yeah, oh, and he's the yeah. DJ in the first one. He, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, no spoilers for Double XL. Um, so so. <laughs> which we're about to spoil. Yeah, which we're about to spoil. <laughs> um, wait three minutes though. It's <laughs> well. So oh god, Matthew McConaughey was extremely. Honestly, all like, right, uh, all right, all right, all right. He so throws that in there. I heard it at least once. No, but he doesn't just do the triplet. All right, all right, all right. He keeps it going, and it's six all rights every time. I it's love a that double. You counted. Yes, You're I counted because it really right bothered Stop me. It. I took very specific oh, notes. Oh my god! Is I that... took all of my notes afterwards just from oh, by what I could remember because I, I was too moment. in it yeah. with my study group. Just like. <laughs> So, uh, Magic Mike is dismal. It takes all of, like, the fun. perfect word for that. It takes all of the fun. There's no fun in it. There's no fun in it. It tries to be, like, so the thing that I wrote down was that it reminds me for, for anyone who watched music videos in the 90s, the vibe it went for was like Fiona Apple's Criminal. Mm, it's like definitely. kind yeah, of yeah, like yeah. Florida, Dark. but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it weirdly paired all of these like indie songs or kind of folky indie songs yeah. with scenes of like jacked bros going to yeah, the beach. Yeah, they were lifting weights to Toro y Moi and I was like, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's that so, made me laugh. Oh my God, you just also made me realize that in my mind, although I know how it's pronounced. Tori Moy. Tori Moy is how I've been pronouncing I it in my head. I pronounces it Tori Moy. I've heard it I've, pronounced both ways. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I could go by either and honestly, Moi seems more right and more artistic <laughs> to me. Tor- so I'm like, Toro Moy. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, but, so some other things. So we also get more of a glimpse into the life of Mike. Like, does all... What does he want from life? Good rates and loans. That's all he wants from life. Exactly. What does he Good want? rates he has and a loans. Credit issue. Oh, that's he right. has credit issues. Yeah. He shows up with a stack of cash in the bank and he just tries to schmooze like the bank teller lady, like in his fake glasses. Yes, yes in Which his fake also, ass glasses. I wrote down he's ugly in a suit and I'm offended we had to pretend <laughs> that he was good looking. He's not good looking. Do people think Channing Tatum is okay, hot? I will let's, say, do. let's not talk about double XL. I will say Channing Tatum's face on like a three-quarter profile <laughs> is not bad. But okay. from the front, uh, to, to quote my friend Callie, it's a lot of face. It's just too <laughs> much pointed out that his lips potato, yeah. are extremely pink, and that mm. made me realize that he must get, uh, he must go fake tanning, because mm. that's sort uh-huh. of like the I mean, Donald that, Trump yeah. look. Yeah. The fake tan was not as bad in the first one as it was in the second. Yeah. Okay. That out there. Yeah. I definitely clocked that. Yeah. A thing that Agreed. I will say, like, so I know... I, I probably, as I mentioned before, probably don't like men enough to like enjoy. Like Doug was like, I think I'm probably enjoying this more than I'm you. Like, I'm the expert. And I was like, that sounds legit. About what it's like to like love the men's and yeah. magic mics. And I don't know. Like okay, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'll, I'll mention. I have like kind of an annoying thing to say, but I'll say it later. I'll okay. say more annoying things along the way. But okay. but I will. So, I just have one comment about Channing Tatum's bottoms. Yeah. Um, he's the bottoms. <laughs> you wish. Um, I had to. Sorry. He, yes, continue. You see him shirtless in these low riding sweatpants all the time. Because they're trying to show you the cum gutters. I don't want to. Yes, girl. Uh, and, and a backwards hat. And I'm like, and he has like a little like yeah. faint chin strap. I don't think I've ever been more disgusted but by also a because His shorts were so long. But also, Tampa 2012 is never going to be your sexual wheelhouse. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, lame. I can change. It was 2012. <laughs> Shut yeah, up. Yeah. So Tampa 2012. Like, you just... It was three years later that XXL came out? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I, I gave so... that time to cook and correct, and I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah. So I also 
you were saying that you like you were saying like maybe this isn't the movie for me and like Doug really appreciated it. Carrie was getting her life during these movies. She loves these movies. I was like, I thought I was gonna have I'm to watch them by Carrie. myself. Um, I quoted her saying, you know, I love it because it's excellent high caliber stripper dancing. And she's not wrong. It's yeah, great dancing. They're good dancers. Channing is a great dancer. He is. I mean What was the first movie you saw him in? Step Up. Mine was Step Up Two. He's in Colon, Step Up the Streets. Yeah, he's like very, he's the main dude, yeah, and that's where he met his wife. Yeah. Or ex-wife. 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 Yeah. yeah. Jenna Dewan. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yeah. She I died, she's right? <laughs> I mean, that would be the only reason I would divorce her, but yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. that's she a forced divorce, she's real but yeah. Cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know who's not real cute? The girl in the first... I mean, she is real cute, the girl in the first movie. She just does not emote yeah. at all. So Channing Tatum's so love interest yeah. is sort of, like, he has a bunch of threesomes... He has like an on and off Apparently again relationship. Her name is Brooke. Yeah. yeah, which you only find out an hour and fifteen She's minutes. She's the sister in. of the the nineteen year old kid mm-hmm. who they've turned into a drug addled stripper. Yeah. Um, um, and none of the other strippers really get the light of day. Like you don't really get to. I know because it doesn't celebrate male entertainers. But but maybe we should. <laughs> There's Big Dick Richie. Yeah, and literally What's every fucking scene name? that he's in, uh, Joe Manganiello, Thank who is yes. married to Sophia, Sophia Vergara, Vergara, and listen if. Either of you are listening. I would love to hang out with you both on like just like a. You would love to be your third. I would no, not even that. I would just love I to like hang her. out with you both as real people and like know what you're like as just like human beings. One of the thirty and... listeners of this podcast is Sophia Vergara. I refuse to believe anything otherwise. I'm over here like I'm on a podcast. They could hear this someday. I just want for the record to state that I would love to hang out with. Both of you. Yeah. I did um, watch the movie with subtitles, and they did keep saying Big Dick Richie. Yes. Yeah. Um, for the first they one. They don't and want for the, you to forget. Yeah, for no. the second and one, they the change it to one, Richie. In the second one, someone calls him Big Dumb Richie, and he's like, it's Dick, and I love it. <laughs> um, but, so, wait, no, Deirdre, we need to go back to Brooke and how much she sucked. And how you kind of she found She sucks herself, so much. She sucks so much, but then she I found myself... Mo- she was just like, yeah. duck face, like... Yeah. yeah, I guess that's a thing that you're doing. It was I more just, like, observational, yeah. just, like, her take on everything. But, like, you de- you never really know how she actually feels about anything. Yeah. Until, like, her brother overdoses. And then it's, like, Mike, you're an asshole. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah. then, like, just JK, let's run off together. At the I, I feel like it's quite a jump. Also, like, no. she yeah, just she puts, a she puts a lot of trust into Mike, and it's like mm-hmm. a single sentence, you're gonna take care of him, right? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Her, her face doesn't move. But also, like, I get it. Like, her brother is an adult and yeah. f- at 19 years old, like, and she's just kind of taking care of him, and I don't really, I don't remember what their, like, family dynamic was that, like, she had to take yeah, care of him Yeah, we don't know anything about like, it. we don't know anything yeah. about he that. He mentioned yeah. that he either lost a job or... I know they mentioned it something but I don't yeah. remember what it was I just I think my biggest issue with her was I found myself being really upset that I found her so not likable yeah. I was like man she's like the only woman in this movie that yeah. like, has a personality but she didn't, she didn't have, have a personality one. exactly she is she is the only woman in this movie period outside of Olivia Munn yeah who has more 
personality. Yeah. Plenty of personality. <laughs> she actually... Great tits. Yeah. Like, <laughs> plenty yeah, of personality yeah. and great tits. Also, just a movie full of great tits. We yeah, can't yeah. deny that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that again, why I say this movie was about the dudes. Yeah, very true. This movie was very about true. the dudes. Yeah. The amount of tits I saw in this movie is more than I've ever encountered in my gay <laughs> life. <laughs> but, like, you know, I know so much more about female anatomy. Now you watch I Magic mean, Mike. You could have guessed. Would it? But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, Magic Mike is basically like softcore porn, so I wouldn't. Yeah, it rely yeah, too heavily. That, you know, especially the filters too. Yeah. Like everything's yeah. orange it's, and like choppy and HD. But I wrote down when I was watching the scene where she. Okay, so we find out she finds out her little brother is shaving her his legs yes. and like gonna go strip. And then she immediately follows him and goes and watches him strip. Yeah, that's what I didn't yeah, understand. Yeah, but then. It's kind of an amazing scene because you can watch her face and she thinks she's doing really good acting, but I wrote down, like, the direction that it seems she was given and it's like, I'm not very sex positive. I'm watching my brother hump a hat. (laughs) And then she says, oh, now it's not my brother and I'm interested. And, like, this is... Because she has no lines, of course. So it's just, like, her face changing subtly. And it is. But not, though... It's literally just the same, like, yeah. duck face, yeah. like, thin upper lip, just like... Mm. Yeah. I feel like the screenwriter, which, like, has a lot of things to apologize for, yeah. literally <laughs> just wrote somewhere, like, she's complicated! Yeah. yeah. And that, that was it. And that's exactly the face that it seemed like she was trying to give, like, yeah. mm, there's so much behind this, like, duck face. Yeah. And, like, mm, but they gave like, me literally nine I'm judging everything that's going on around me, but I'm never gonna tell you exactly, like, what that judgment is. Yeah. Just, like... I will mm, say that that was... something here. The famous <laughs> debut of Pony, yes. of of uh, Channing Tatum's Dance to yeah, Pony. Yeah, but they knocked it out so much better in the second one. Stop I, spoiling. I'm not sure <laughs> I'm just I agree, but I think it was great. Interesting. What's your take? Ooh, we don't have a fight on this podcast I mean, right now. I thought that the second one was great, but my issue with it's... Okay, we're, talking well, we're talking about Pony specifically. No, I know. But okay. I'm saying in the second film, I think that that's like... So the second film has no tension. Like, the first film, like, you can tell you're watching the kids, like, rise and fall. Yeah. The second film Stupid. is like... The second film is it's kind all, of like it's Ocean's all high. 8. It's all high. It's, it's just happiness. High. Yes. It's good. Ocean's 8 is the perfect. It's just like Ocean's 8. I yeah. need to grab your hand. I yes. need to tell you how much I love Deirdre you Deirdre and John Thank are you for bringing hands. my Sandra and my Rihanna into this. Yes. I love you. <laughs> But anyway, so so yeah, the only tension in Magic Mike Double XL is like the first seven minutes yeah. where you're like, wow, I bet let's he got his credit score together. Yeah. Let's tie up all the loose ends, let's throw them out the window, and yeah. then let's have some fun. Yeah, but the yeah. only What's tension that? is like, when are we getting to Pony? And it blows the load too fast. Wait, 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 wait. No, we can't no. get into that because I have some things to <laughs> say. The end of XXL is the load you were waiting for and you that's did true. not realize that like that's Pony true. couldn't do it for you. And so that's why they get it out at the beginning because it's like, no, we're going to start at the top of the last week. Wee. and just take you higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. That's what we're doing Okay, right Yelena wants to go back down yeah. to the valley I, of yeah. the first Magic we're Mike. We're talking about Magic Mike Double XL, which is far better, but we have to finish in the... We, we, <laughs> we have, have to, to finish have in to the misery. The first one, What yeah. is... So, what the fuck is even the... Uh, the kid the owes money. The uh, yep. Channing Tatum because fronts Because he's been doing him. too much of the drugs that he was supposed to sell for yes. Gabriel yeah. Iglesias. Mm-hmm. and it's just a whole thing and then Channing Tatum pays off his debts because he's a good person and then the sister is like I guess we can he's date because a... you did that for my brother yeah. and then like the end of it is that Channing is like JK I don't want to be in this like druggy stripper crew I'm gonna go 
it's chase a, my rates and loans. But also like out yeah. here. But also remember like how dramatic the drive away is and like yeah. he's crying and then I'm laughing because I'm watching <laughs> him try and cry. And I could not so even good. like bring yeah. myself to actually watch it. Yeah. Trying to think. Also, I will say that the first movie has far more disgusting one liners oh, yeah. than I have yeah. than uh, well, I I have to say this yeah. one, okay? I'm like, Please yeah, do. You wrote this down. You got you. I wrote it down. Good. So there's one where Matthew McConaughey, always shirtless, in my mind, inspired sort of by Steven Tyler. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. is teaching the kid how to dance, and he goes, "That right there is like hitting the G spot," which is like, <laughs> no, nope, really not exactly. That's a great McConaughey. As they're dancing in the mirror, and then Just what? Grinding. And what and do they like, say about fucking the mirror? Oh, oh fuck mean, that mirror like you mean it. Fuck oh. that mirror like you mean it. They mm-hmm. definitely dropped the F-bomb a couple times, which was, like, super, like... Not necessary. Took me ever. out of the moment. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> erase that from our history forever. Does anyone... Yeah. Uh, they had kind of, like... I don't know. Like, they had really unsavory one-liners. Anyone else have, remember any? Um, I just have a really dumb one that yeah, I would go. like to focus on. So, after the kid shares his first night with... The aforementioned Magic Mike. Yes. And they jump off a highway overpass. Oh, God. Into the river. Into the river. Oh. Is it a Which river? Which is fucking Who dangerous. Knows? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. No, no one does don't that. Don't do that. There should have been a little thing. <laughs> I was like, do not don't try this Like, flashing underneath. All of the stunts in this movie were performed under <laughs> the supervision of the like, yeah. professionals. But anyway, the kid says, and this is verbatim, Hey, Mike, I think we should be best friends. And Mike just says... Okay. <laughs> Someone wrote that and was like, yeah. yeah and that's all this, and all the comedy dudes that you know love this movie and yeah. for some reason it has 80% on Rotten Tomatoes and Magic uh, Mike Double XL has like 65. 60, shut up. Yes. It's an absolute nightmare. It's misogyny. This is a travesty. Action. But now that we've talked about this trash film, Let's move on to Magic Mike Double XL. Let's bring some joy into everybody's yeah, lives. Which seriously. Magic Mike the Double joy. XL. Let's bring everybody's smile back. If you okay. <laughs> Magic Mike Double XL came out in 2015, and it does. I'm gonna quote David here. He was like, "Magic Mike Double XL is perfect because it's just a stripper road, like buddy road yeah. trip comedy, and that's all those movies should ever be. Yep. Yeah, it's pure highs." Ocean's Eight, like yeah, it's like Crossroads. Nothing serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like Crossroads. So but instead m- of Britney, we got Shani Tates. Honestly, the movie yeah. starts out. You mean Clitoria Labia? Oh uh, yeah, Clitoria Labia. <laughs> so the movie starts out, and it's the only time that I think Channing looks good. He's wearing some fitted jeans. He's got he's, a shirt. He's gotten a shirt little bit on. thicker since the last movie. Mm-hmm. He's like he's got cute boots. He's wearing a shirt, and I'm like, thank God. I mean, that lasts for about ten minutes till he switches back to sweats and a backwards baseball cap. <sighs> okay, but this does remind me of a point I wanted to make about the first film really quickly. Yeah. Last thing I'll say about it. <laughs> um, so when he goes back to look. For for the kid after he pays his debt mm-hmm. and he's talking to Brooke, the surly sister. Yeah. And they're like, and they're having their discussion about, and she's like, I really wish you'd like quit stripping because I hate sex and happiness except for conveniently. That's how I sex negative yeah. sister. Well, except for, the, which made her flip at the end where she's like, we got seven hours to fuck. Right, I'm like, where did yeah. this come from, bitch? Yeah. Anyway, um, you get a full body shot of Channing Tatum and you can see the man flip flops and it just Stop. takes you right out of it. No. You can't. You can't focus on anything else. He's wearing flip flops. Mm. Okay, sorry. 
Fast forward to Double XL. Fast forward to Double XL. Channing's looking good. He's still in Tampa. He's running his own business. Yeah. He looks healthy. He got that loan. He He's got still that. finding his groove to Pony in his workshop. Okay. Which is like literally, I don't care what you have to say about the first one. I appreciate that performance of Pony so much more. Because it felt so much more natural. We have to backtrack so a little bit happy. for a second. We have okay. to backtrack. Because something important happens in the in-between. Which is, he relinks back up. The reason that scene is so important is because he relinks back up with his old buds. They call him. And they're like, we're going on one final romp. To because like Dallas died. Because <laughs> Dallas died. JK, he just went off to Macau. Uh, <laughs> or yeah. wherever. Or yeah. wherever. With the kid. With the yeah. kid. Gotta tie up those loose ends. Like, this is Mac the reason that McConaughey and Alex Pettifer are not in this movie yeah. anymore. But also, that's better writing than the first film. Yes. Yeah. Because the first film is so bad. Yes. So he I'm just ri- like, cool, let's tie it up. Yeah, let's get rid of exactly. it. Yeah, like, let's throw it out. Thank you. Get it out of here. Yeah. Let's bring on the people that like actually deserve this screen time. Next. Exactly. So <laughs> they read Lim- Relink back up. They're like, we're going on this road trip. We're gonna just go strip at a stripper convention, and it's not even a competition. So low key. Yeah. So Next scene, Channing's working in his workshop. Pony comes on. And My dude like, yeah, is pumping his this. work table. Yeah. Yeah. John is uh, is John's uh, just humping the chair. John's doing cool. a reverse cowgirl <laughs> on the chair. Um, I and and that's the moment where Channing's like. I am a stripper. Yeah. I am a stripper. You can't no, deny he's a male he entertainer. You are correct. I'm yeah. so wrong male on this. Male entertainer. Yes. <laughs> so, um, really quickly, I think the reason why I appreciate it more in the first film, watching them right next to each other, is like, the first film is so bleak and shitty. that like yeah. his, so bleak. That bleak his, is the perfect yeah. word for what that first film yeah. is. Yeah, which is why, in a way, it does capture like... Florida and like the night <laughs> yeah. like, well, if we're gonna get really I mean? deep into yeah. it like absolutely yeah. it was too real it was too real for its time yeah. and for its subject matter like yeah. let's just be real but I think that's why I appreciate it more in the first movie because you're like oh my god finally I'm happy about what I'm looking at <laughs> yeah. you know as opposed to, like in the second movie you're like oh it's just the beginning Cool. Yeah. Great. We got yeah. more yeah. to come. Yeah. So he humps humps the table to pony. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Sparks fly. Sparks fly. Oh yeah. Then he's making what's the thing he's using to make sparks oh he's just got a little like metal rod on his like grindy wheel and he's like Vroom. yeah john and i know yeah. the names of these yeah, uh workshops yeah. he his penis thing on the grindy wheel his penis is grindy tool makes spark <laughs> what what really bothered me from like a like me getting too real about it was he was on like this beautiful nice piece of wood and he had his drill dick obviously and he like starts just like drilling holes into the nice piece of wood yeah well it's like to the beat as he's humping and I was just like you would never that piece of wood is so expensive right, you like you were running a business about your woodworking. Like, unless yeah. you're overcome by horniness overcome for pony mm. um, I will say I have to do like a quick sidebar the first time I heard Pony by Genuine was when I was 13 years old in a hotel room with a bunch of other girls because we were on a school trip to Disney World. Yes. You can hear my eyebrows and right now. What, I don't know what John's eyebrows are doing, but I was so sexually confused when I yeah. saw that. I was like, I have feelings in my <laughs> nether regions, but why? Um, and And all of the girls were like, 
just crowded around the yeah. TV staring at Genuine because he does some sexy dances in that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen the video. You should watch it. You should watch it. But anyway, the like... The privacy of my own home later tonight, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Mike relinks back up with his buddies who I don't believe asked him to come on this trip. They did. They did? I yeah. missed that part. No, that's why they told him Dallas was dead to come to this like hotel where they were partying in the pool yeah. of this hotel yeah. and it was just like, yeah, whatever. And they're like, no, we're going on we're going to this convention. Like, we're Myrtle Beach. Come with us in Myrtle Beach. It's so on brand. The worst yeah. part about that scene is Channing is no, like, is wearing loose pants again. We got another suit and we know from the first film we don't need Channing don't do suits. in no fucking suits. Channing don't do suits. <laughs> um, he's wearing loose pants and a backwards baseball cap when he gets into that van. And I'm oh, like, that's the van. Sorry, I thought we were talking about at the pool. No, 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 no. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the van when he re relinks back up with them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yes, and we're about to set out on this road trip. Yeah, and so they're so setting out on this road trip. Van scene. Go yes. ahead. I mean, oh, iPhone, by phone. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> No, okay, so before yeah. we get there, uh, okay, so they're on their fucking, what, like, truck where, you know, we're getting to see where all the characters are at in, in this point in, in time after all the three years of the yeah. last film, and, you know, Dallas and the kid are out doing their own thing, and then we've got the core cast from the last movie, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, like, everybody's catching up on, like, where they're at in life, and, you know, like, Tito is, like, now into, like, probiotic smoothies, yeah. and, like, you it's know, literally they, they make you... Froyo body. Froyo body, exactly. Yeah. And so, like, they make you think. Well, after the first film, it's very much like, okay, so like, is it going to be as drug fueled as the last yeah. one? And then you're like, no, they all just got into probiotics. It's great. <laughs> and and then they bring out the yeah. Molly. And then they bring out the Molly, mm -hmm. and they pass it around. And you're like, oh fuck, am I back in for like what I was in for the first movie? Yeah. And then nope, they switch it on you. They flip it on its head. They're just like, no, this is what it's really like when six dudes in a truck on a road trip like take Molly together, and they're just like, like, yeah. no, dude, you need to live your dreams you need to find your own happiness with what you're doing as a male entertainer yeah. fuck what dallas told you you should do like let's throw all the shit out the window <laughs> it's like, a nonsense it. scene like it's just like yeah yeah and then it leads into joe in the convenience store oh, one of the greatest scenes okay um, in film. i want it that way is the greatest scene in well, film we have if to, you ask we have me to, period we have to like we have to say the characters because i feel like our listeners are going to be confused i mean Joe is, if y'all forgot, is Big Dick Richie. Yes, yeah, so we got Big um, Dick Richie. We got uh, the Ken doll guy. Yeah, Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber. Matt Bomber. Please, please, please tell us how old he is. Well, if anyone's seen this film, like he looks like he's 27. Um, but I looked it up and he's 41. 41! Uh, which, oh my God. If, if he, if the f movie was filmed like, say, five years ago, he was still 36. Yeah. He looks legitimately in his 20s. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. especially like he's pretty hot. And in this film, as opposed to just being like a drug fueled, like polyamorous, yeah, his whole deal is that like he tried to go legit with like his one lady, mm -hmm. and you know, she said yes for a while, and then she cheated on him. And then his whole line in that movie that lets you know where he's at in life right now yeah. is like, if somebody shows you who they are, you better believe them. Mm -hmm. Wow, I missed that whole. Yep. Yeah. Thing. That's, I was, that's his character. I was right kind now. of mm -hmm. um, cringing in the corner. It was very and like, spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things is when Mike announces that he's coming. Uh, you see that character get really despondent and bummed out, and you can tell he's like, "Man, I was the pretty white kid." <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell he's so bummed. He's like, "What do I do now?" 
<laughs> yeah. Well, and then they have that whole fight on the beach where he hits him in the nuts, yeah. and then like all of a sudden, like hitting and hitting the nuts makes Channing Tatum have to pee, which is where he meets the female so, lead of yeah, this movie. So can you speak to? Is that no? A thing? I've never not once Don't had to piss after have... somebody hit me in the nuts. I was like, curious. Don't you <laughs> always have to pee when someone just no. punches you? No, yeah, that is that is never a thing that has happened to me ever in life. As someone that has only ever accidentally kicked my brother. In the nether region. I kicked my brother in the nuts plenty of times on purpose. Oh no, see, I, we were doing a whole thing. I thought I was going to kick him in the tummy and I didn't get up high enough. And my other brother was in the room the reading tummy. the newspaper. And the first brother went down because I got right in the gonads. And the, the first brother flipped down the newspaper, looked over and was like, you need an ice pack. <laughs> so no, no one needed to pee. Yeah, that's not no, how, no, how that's biology not how getting works. Hit in the nuts works. Yeah, right. but then we meet... You heard it here first. Yeah, but then... <laughs> thank you. See, this is why we had you on. We can't speak to this experience. We have a couple of key scenes. We've got the scene... So the I want to talk about three scenes. I want to yeah. talk about the scene in the grocery store. Yeah. I want to talk about... In the um, convenience store. In the convenience store. Yes. I want to talk about the scene in... Um, kind of the drag club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to talk about the scene where uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the convenience store. The convenience store. Tell, Joe. Why don't you describe? So Joe is Big Dick Richie, Sophia Vergara's husband. Yeah. And he's been put in a box. He's been put in a box by Dallas because Dallas couldn't just let people do their own damn thing. And what made them happy? Yeah. And so he literally had to be a fireman. He famously has a fire phobia. He's just like, I would never want to be a fireman. Yeah. But, and I will say that the first movie had a horrible habit, framing-wise, of just, like, literally always having something in front of Naked Joe. Um, except for when you see his dick in the penis enlarger. In the foreground while he's, <laughs> yeah. like, enlarging it and it's kind of blurry that's and that's not actually movie. his dick. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, fine. that's, that's fine. fine. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's okay. fine. But, like, literally anytime you can just behold his beautiful body, mm, somebody else, like, stands in front gotcha. of the frame. The second movie celebrates him he gets his like center stage moment of he just does. like let's enjoy this perfect like six foot five billion just like beef of a man <laughs> like <laughs> oh. i just i love him so much scary yeah. to me mm. but yeah him stripping to i want it that way in the convenience store after doing molly on the bus with all these dudes yeah just like no i bet if you can like go and like make this yeah. woman smile then like we're all gonna do our own thing and, like, you know, that will prove it for everybody. Yeah. And so he does, and he's just like, how much for the water and Cheetos? Yeah, he pours water <laughs> all over himself. Yeah, did you guys like how he was then eating the Cheetos in the next in the, scene of yes. the bus? Because yep. I was like, mm, those Cheetos went everywhere, which means you're eating You bought an extra bag of Cheetos. Exactly, or you're eating convenience store floor Cheetos. Which, no, he when bought an extra that... bag of Cheetos is but how when, I believe that. When you're on that much Molly, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Next right scene, there. they're at a drag club, and one of my favorite scenes, exactly which is... Exactly the next scene. All they're of the Molly still, they're just celebrating. All of my favorite characters, Duck Walk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really celebrate. They understand who their audience is in the second movie more mm -hmm. than yes. the first. Yeah, they understand that it is gay men and women. Yeah, and so they take them to like a gay bar with drag queens, and they let Vicky Vox do her yep. thing, mm -hmm. and just like it's. I feel so much more welcome into the second movie yeah. than the first one. Definitely. Yeah. It was more joyful. Yeah. Uh, all around more joyful. Um, in this scene, most of the people look like they can't really duck walk or vogue. Chaining does it passively. Yeah, Chaining does walk. Well, um, but then it turns into its own step up to the streets thing. Yeah. You know, it's, like it's he, not, it's like it's not pretty cute. good. And then but Matt, Matt Bomber 
is that was Bummer. that was a legit duck walk. He does such yeah. a good duck walk, and he's like not afraid to pose with his butt out at the uh-huh. end. And I was you like, know who your gays are in this movie? Yeah, yeah John's definitely. voguing right now <laughs> <laughs> because you can't see he is voguing, and you're missing. Can't even it. talk about it without <laughs> doing it. Also, and then the scene after that, am I going in the right order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the scene after that is um, basically they're trying to find an edit an MC for their performance in the stripper convention. Yeah, because, yeah, because Dallas and the kid had gone and done their thing. But also, Tobias, Gabriel Iglesias' character, was going to do it, but <gasps> then he right. crashes the van with a van horrible yes. concussion. That's yes, right, yes, I yes. forgot. Also, because they were all closing their eyes and just mm, like, yeah. you know, like, let's all be here together on yeah. the molly. And that, <laughs> okay, so that really bothered me as someone that was like deep watching the film, Same. because when they pass out the molly, you see Tarzan say, no thank you, I'm driving. He says no. And Tobias? yet, Tobias. No, 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 no. Tobias doesn't say no. Tarzan is driving during that scene. Oh, okay. And he says, no, no, I'm good. And then, uh, but then, so then the only person not on Molly is like, is you know no what? The driver. This person should drive. That's <laughs> insane. Okay, so that really bothered me from like Thank a little I'm really glad you brought that up because I missed oh, that entirely. Yeah. I did also miss that. I hated that. Um, yeah, it made me really but, upset. So they need a new MC, and somehow, um, in this movie, like a weird thing is that Mike Channing Tatum knows like everybody in the stripper world well because we in the first film it's such a like slice of life you mm-hmm. don't get any of his background mm-hmm. you right. know what I mean yeah so his here background like, could be anything and they really leaned into that to make this yeah. movie work yeah. they get to like a sexy kind of like stripper house, house party yeah. house party and where he goes to meet up with Jada Pinkett Smith whose yeah. name is Rome, Rome. what Rome. is with all of the city names okay I have a couple of things to say about Rome. Yeah. Number one, we find out that Channing Tatum's first stripper name was White Chocolate. Oh, feel yep. like we need to discuss that. Well, we don't uh, need to discuss it. We just need to note I mean, that because it's if, so if, cheesy. If given by a person of color, I think maybe that's fine. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and if <laughs> it was given say, by yeah. himself, just for me to no cringe one, at. No one all. here is going to be the arbiter of like whether that is exactly. Right or not. I'm just cringing at it. That's yeah. all. Um, it made me laugh, and then. <laughs> Also, I found it, I just could not abide by the fact that it was a subscription-based <laughs> business. Rome is like, yeah, people here are members and they pay a monthly fee to come enjoy pleasure. Ooh. And then, but then like... Kind of like Blue Apron, but dicks. <laughs> Blue Apron, but for yeah. being celebrated by hot men. Yeah, yeah. which, yeah. Which, I would pay for that. No. I would pay for that subscription. I understand that, but then every use case you get in the next scene is people being like, I just got divorced. I'm here on my, like, You don't do that every party. month. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You're not doing that on a monthly basis. You're showing, like, the people that go to these things, it's a... It's a celebration. No, their it's friends are the thing. ones with the subscriptions, and they bring mm. their friend when oh, they're in okay. downtime. So you just have like that one friend that you know yeah, that's exactly. like permanently like stealing single everybody's that's Netflix account, going there. or like okay. yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, Donald Glover is in this scene. I'll yes, say that too. Um, I, my favorite uh, Doug quote, uh, just to go back to the white chocolate thing. Uh-huh. Um, so, <laughs> so Channing does. Oh, everyone's kind of dancing and doing their thing and like Jada Pink- Pinkett Smith puts Channing Tatum to the test yeah. and she's like let's see if he's still got it and he does like a sexy dance I don't remember to what song to Usher I don't no. remember I think it's I to d- Usher no. um, but as he's dancing Doug just like oh he's getting his white chocolate all over the place <laughs> which I did love um, that's perfect so that's I was really like cool. I agree it's so gross <laughs> 
Um, but that that nickname really held true. Yeah. Um, but I was like, God, I I don't. Anyway, I kind of hate that Jada Pinkett Smith had this role because it's. Why? I thought she was good at it. She is good, but it's she like. She helps emphasize that this film is about empowering women. Yeah. Okay, which brings me to a point I wanted to bring up. So. It, it, it just made me think about how, like, the idea of the female gaze is, like, still so informed by, like, operates within there being a male gaze. The male understanding of the female gaze. Exactly. Yeah. And I was thinking about a story you told where you were like, I watched the movie Titanic when I was a little kid, yes. and my mom let me see Kate Winslet's boobs. I love I that you think, remember this. Well, yeah, because I, <laughs> I think she was kind of like, oh, I hope he likes these boobs. Not sure. And so I just imagine, like, watching Magic Mike Double XL with, like, my future niece when she's a little kid. I mean, I, just I won't like, The male body is beautiful. Yeah, I'm just yes. imagining sitting there being like, yeah, how, did, how about this male body? Like, yeah. well, she's, like, yeah. seven years old. Yeah. No, at yeah. seven how years old, my mom was like, no, I'm going to let you watch this, watch this yeah. Titanic because the female body is beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, yes. Yeah. All right. I'm just, I'm just imagining. That's a progressive mom right there. Yeah. No, it's it, it was just, like, such a production of what we have decided the female gaze is yeah. within yeah, yeah, the male yeah. gaze. Well, yeah. what I also found interesting, I didn't mention this, but what I found interesting was that the strippers, the male entertainers... Thank I can, you. I can learn. Male I can learn. entertainers. It was very important. The male entertainers, both in both movies, um, you know, they shave their legs and they wear thongs, and it's actually such an antithesis of, like, mm -hmm. what we as a society say straight masculinity yeah. is. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's a fantasy, yeah. but it's like, why do women fantasize about, A, like, straight women, right? Not all women, but, like, yeah. in this scenario, like, mm -hmm. why do straight women fantasize about A, whereas, like, if their boyfriends or spouses were to do this, they'd be, be like, like, you're gay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I found that... That it's only okay when my strippers do it. I wonder if it's like I want to. I want to project my fantasy onto someone that has to go. Has to be judged at such high beauty standards as I have to be judged at. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, Ooh, that's a power dynamic. Yeah, it is the power dynamic. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, if I'm gonna go, like, have a more transactional, like, sexual yeah, yeah. experience, or that's whatever. And I want them to be like judged at the standard yeah. that I feel I. Exactly. Yeah. Every single day of my life. Yeah. Like if these I people, buy that. if these I buy people that. aren't getting their eyebrows done, aren't getting their buttholes waxed, I don't I mean, not here for that fantasy because it's awful. <laughs> but like, I, I understand where you're coming yeah. from, yeah. and I totally see that as valid. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That was the thing I kept thinking about. Was, totally. Um. So anyway, but. I think two more kind of key scenes in the movie, which is... Yeah, we get to Annie McDowell, so... <gasps> oh, God, yeah, what a scene that is. I know, it's too long, but I also appreciated that they were really willing to, like... I appreciated that it was, like, fully as awkward as it would have been. Okay, so, who is, yes. so <laughs> who is Annie McDowell in this movie? She is... So, Tito hooked up with some girl at, after the drag queen bar night, mm -hmm. two nights ago, and... She's like, hey, I live in Georgia. Come stay with us for the night on your way up to South, like Myrtle Beach. And they roll up, and it's this insane mansion. They can't find the young girls they're they supposed just to let see. Them in. They just let themselves in. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And then they encounter <laughs> Tito's friend's mother, yeah. Andy McDowell. Yeah. Looking stunning. She Looking great. stunning. Yeah. You know. And playing the Southern Belle that she is, like, you know, yeah. yeah. But they're all drinking wine, and the ladies come, the younger ladies, I don't really under, I, I think I wasn't paying that much attention during this part, 
their friends come back and meet up with them. Yeah, yes. they, they the were girls just, like, come in, in from out back. Yeah, and then the older ladies and the younger ladies all just like start like chit chatting with. But there's some with, moms with the and daughters in the. No, there's only one mother and daughter, and yes. then there are the mom's friends, uh-huh. and then there are their daughter's friends. Yeah. But, and we get back to this early love interest from earlier. Yes. Not um, the one from the first movie. No, it was played a different by Amber, Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Amber Heard, Amber Heard not yes, the other of, one. Of Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah, and we very much still don't know her name at this point. At least I didn't. Yeah. Apparently it's <laughs> Zoe. Yeah. But I had to Google that. At exactly. the same time, like, the second half of this movie and, like, the entire point of this movie yeah. kind of revolves around her as a central female character because the movie ends. Yeah. The point being that, you know, she lost her smile because she got, she had a bad boyfriend yeah. and Channing's talking to her in the kitchen and, you know, you think he's going to be, like, chatting her up because he wants to sleep with her. Yeah. But that's never where it goes. Exactly. He that's never where it goes. Happy. He just wants her to feel happy. Yeah. And that's literally just the point of this movie. <laughs> that, at that point <laughs> is where you really her. start seeing what this movie is actually about. Yeah. It's like, you know, he makes this connection with this girl who's, like, friends of this girl whose old mom is thirsting over all these, like, strippers yeah. that just showed up at their house. But, like, you <laughs> know, knows? by the end, it's all understand. about, like, no, the, it's about <laughs> making people who, making women who are sad happy. Yeah. Well, um, I yeah. really hated that scene in the kitchen because there's no way she wasn't just eating her hair while she was eating the cake. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she... I mean, did you see, every time she would take another bite of cake, fully giant strings face. of hair that were all framing her face. But it's red velvet. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, but it's red velvet. I, I'm more of a cookie guy. Yeah. Oh, also, that was some bullshit, cookie, but cookie, whatever. Cookie. He compared it to Oreos. I was like, ugh, okay. Well, I, I will say Oreos. that the screenplays weren't the strongest suits of either of the these films. The better screenplay in that first film, though. <laughs> we haven't talked about Channing's drag name yet, either. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think we need to get to the stripper convention. Let's do I it. I think we need okay. to get to the stripper convention. That was one of my favorite cinema- cinematography moments in the film. Cinematographic? Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, it is just a slow pan into the Myrtle Beach Convention Center's little sign, like light-up sign, that just says stripper convention, and it just is like a maybe an eight-second shot. Just slowly zooming in on Myrtle Beach Convention <laughs> Center. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth Banks shows yes. up. Um, and her name is Paris? Yes. Obviously. Everybody, so everyone has a city name. I don't get it. I don't know. I, I mean, well, but, but, but the, but the, the you know, strong supporting ladies in this yes. movie yeah. do. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The pimps. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas. Rome. Paris. Okay. The ones that run the shows okay. have city names. That's, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So Just put that together right Channing Sweet <laughs> talks his way into the convention. Yeah. Because um, they apparently hadn't registered. That would have made me anxious the whole time. I know, right? <laughs> but that's, that's what exactly they took falling on the way up. That's they exactly were like, that was really like they didn't about. even register. I know. I, know. I was like, I remembered that coming from the first time I saw it and, yeah. like, and felt the same way. Just Stop. like, ugh, these people. A, like, <laughs> they why don't... would you just show up at a convention? Why would you drive all the way from Miami or from, like, <laughs> wherever you were in Florida just to, like, maybe get into a yeah. convention? Come on. Yeah. The whole movie's relying on this. It's, exactly. The, it, it all turns on whether they can get into this convention. And then it's just... Is there. And then it's just, like, a full male entertainment Broadway show. Yeah. It's like cats. It's a buffet. It's a buffet. Well, it's like cats with with these men. Could you imagine 
literally four days of that. No, because it was a convention. Like it was no. like over a weekend. Yeah, yes. I, was I like, could barely. Yeah. John is like, yes. I had, it. I had. Okay, <laughs> honestly, this like I posted an Instagram story about this, but. I had an eye twitch the whole movie. I, saw that. I was I, like, where's this going? What I, you gonna say about I this? I had an eye twitch. I think I was just so subconsciously stressed out and I'll I wanna speak to why because later they didn't register for this convention? No, because I, I it's it's about sort of like celebrating straight men in this way. Yeah. That I had a hard time with. But yeah. Uh but like I don't think it wasn't conscious, but my eye was twitching the whole time and it was very hard for me to watch. I think I'm like the sex, the sex negative sister where, um, I was just like, been broke the whole yeah, time. I just was like, I cannot. Um, so it's, it's really like each of the characters gets their own show. Yeah. And, and, they, and they do it and it's good. And my favorite part of each it. Each of them gets to write their own and yeah. just like live it in the way that they want to be a male entertainer. Yeah. They, Okay. Instead of so, Dallas just telling them what they need to do. Yeah. So Richie does want Everybody's to... Everybody's happy doing what they want to do. And Bruno Mars. And needing to do drugs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Richie does want to Bruno Mars, um, as well as Closer by Nine Inch Nails, which I'm just like... So, yeah, that one, I feel like another great cinematography moment in this film. At the end, so he puts the woman that he, like, has the, like, fake marriage and, like, mm-hmm. la-di-da in a giant sex swing and, like fucks her that to he the built himself nails with his own hands. It's true, he did. He's very he's very DIY like that. <laughs> um, but anyway, right after the scene ends, like it kind of pulls back to a giant shot. There. And she's just stuck she's in the swing. She's just stuck in the swing. She's, literally for the rest of the yeah, show. The whole, the whole she's show. She's just stuck up. in the swing. We did I also, was just more looking at just his outline, just like, yeah, see, I was also there. See, and Carrie and I were cracking <laughs> up because we were like, that poor I mean, woman. I definitely clocked it that yes. she was stuck in that swing the whole time. <laughs> yes. But the more important thing there for me was just like the outline of Joe. I mean, mm. yeah, he's an Adonis. It's true. Just read it. Yeah. That's the perfect. Exactly. Any other key performances, obviously, besides... Uh, we, Ken Doll sang, Matt how Palmer does it got feel? to sing his own thing and like, it was cute. Which I liked in, I liked that scene because at one point, like literally he starts, it's like a shark swarm, like uh, yes. all the women on top of yes. him. I thought that was a pretty good shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Just the like, dude's candy thing. Oh God. I also bought shop. like that lollipops was... and put them on like all of these seats before we started this podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I refrained. <laughs> that was the only one that took Carrie out it. of the moment. Yeah. When at the very end where he when like he just squirts them all yeah. and like, what about my clothes? Yeah. Like, and she was wh- like, I did not consent to this. Yeah. She was like, what if I just want to have fun and don't want to pretend like someone's Jizzing coming on me? On yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> we, we had a similar conversation in my home. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, we did forget to mention that the group's name was Resurrection. 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 Yes. Thank you. Thank okay. you. I would have totally Their erection oh, is revitalized and re erected. Yeah. Resurrection. Yeah. Bless. And so we get to the finale. <laughs> um, and that is Channing Tatum. And who's the other person? Uh, he is from So You Thinking of Dance. His name is, I mean, his dance name is Twitch. I don't remember. He's amazing. This is why you're here. He's not part of Resurrection. No, No, he was Jada's He's Jada's right dance. That's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, so they are dancing and they each get like a a a recipient. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, they get a recipient of their uh, dance and they're dancing kind of in a mirror so it's like a very cool choreographed routine. And Channing's lady is Zoe and then Twitch's lady is some other girl from the crowd. Yeah. Which is like an interesting nod to monogamy because he isn't 
he doesn't do that in Magic Mike. Yeah. Like in Magic Mike, he very much like dances up on everybody else because it's his job. And in this one, he's like, no, I've uh, stripping is behind me. This is my last hurrah. I'm gonna only like thrust yeah. this dick upon the the apple of my eye. Also, no, I don't even think that she was the apple of his eye though. I need to. You don't need think to so? Remember. I actually. I, I agree think she with was that. just yeah. the one there most in need of. You don't think she was the apple of his mood, eye? Ju- no, no, not at all. Yeah. I think that he just saw the sadness in her. Okay. And the whole point of this movie is the male entertainer's ability to turn that sadness into happiness. I'm yeah. jaded. I don't and believe to, that. To bring agree. their smile back. That, mm. that is, they mentioned this multiple she, times. That's true. I agree that's true. Because had had it been a love interest scene, you think they wouldn't have ended with them like making, making out? out? They true. absolutely would do that. Yeah. And the movie just ends yeah. after that. Yeah. Like it's, so it's he does a lot. Like, he brings her smile back, they laugh together, he hugs her, and yeah. then it's over. Yeah. Channing does a lot of reverse cowgirling on her. Oh, yeah. Yes. I also think that we don't talk about how... Okay, so I thought the choreography was really good, but what really... It's funny you said monogamy, because to me, it just like made me think of like... Because at times, they're doing, like, this mirror dance, and the yeah. choreography's perfect. But then at times, the guys they would, switch. like, break the mirror and, like, high-five each other. Oh, I hate the, the high-five. No, but it was, like, it was so kind of perfectly homoerotic. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. As the homo here, I will wrap yeah, how homoerotic that was. To me, it was, like, very much, like, <laughs> I'm not doing this for the girl. I'm doing this because I'm watching a guy do the same moves as me, and he looks good, and mm. we're going to high-five. Yeah, no, that's that why it? this movie is for the ladies and the gays. Yeah, okay. They know yeah. their audience. I just lean so much more into it this movie they just embraced everything that they are instead of like trying to make it art for like the straight men this movie wasn't about the straight men yeah because it's like while there was a lot of the reverse cowgirling like the whole time he's literally watching the twitch guy yeah they are they never break eye contact while they're yeah hot okay it was i thought it was very homoerotic they're moving in in sync and so, and yeah, like, the, the movie just ends with this sort of... To T-Pain's All I Do Is Win. To, to T-Pain's All I Do Is Win, they... After that, <laughs> they finish their They finish their dance, and then there's, like, a party? I don't remember. No, not even. They no. just go enjoy the Myrtle Beach boardwalk. That's right, that's and what it is. And then there's fireworks, and you guys, okay. Did you cry? No, but it did make me think of other times I've cried to that song, because... <laughs> <laughs> my name's Deirdre Lyons Keefe and I've cried to T-Pain <laughs> I feel like that's pretty on brand anyway um, no because it's that's how they end Blazer Games when they win uh, no, yeah. not always of course but, you cried because that's how they end Blazer yeah, Games yeah because they, they play T-Pain and they just blast a bunch of confetti out, yeah and I'm and then like Damian Lillard gets the walk-off interview and I'm just like this is beautiful Aww. and I, yeah so that's cute so it was just like the it, it just evoked so much happiness like how do you not love that song it's, happy tears yeah happy yeah. tears indeed yeah i thought that was the perfect ending i loved how uncomplicated it was yeah sometimes you don't need to make it deeper than that like yeah, exactly. it's it's in the vein of oceans eight and buddy road trip yeah. stripper buddy road trip comedies it's just like do the thing don't make it complicated there's not even a competition element to yeah, it no. it was just like you know i i thought that was perfect yeah and i thought it was that very was celebratory yeah very just like that's what the first movie got wrong mm-hmm. yeah they made it too dark and too deep they yeah. tried to do too much and like yeah. be too and it serious. was a different director for this film okay, yeah, yeah. Steven sense. Soderbergh didn't do double but this XL. is a guy but this is a person who I don't remember his name it was like Gary Johnson I don't we'll look it up <laughs> but it's a guy who actually collaborates with him a lot oh, okay. so like I wonder if there was like some handoff where he was like mm, I don't want to do it and gotcha. neither does Matthew McConaughey yeah. but um Okay, so the thing that I wanted to say and the reason that I have 
like when I, I'm joking when I say I'm the sex negative sister, no, but know, also yeah. like I do have a hard time with it because to me it's really hard to see like this is getting deep. Sorry, we're talking about magic mic, but like <laughs> why I'm not able to enjoy it, I think, is because it's like people who like positioned as straight men with like perfect Adonis bodies are like celebrated in our societies yeah. all the time. Yeah. And so and I want everyone to have a space where they like can flaunt and be like sexy and not like mm -hmm. cis male and not masculinity, etc. Yeah. But I also have a really hard time like celebrating these men who like get so much privilege and get celebrated so much all the time. And like I don't know if that's right. It's just a thing I, I grapple with. I don't think that this movie was really about celebrating them though. I think the movie was about the male entertainer's ability to celebrate everybody else. I think that was the angle, but for me, that's my barrier. Uh, okay, if, if, that, that, if that message yeah. didn't come through, that's totally No, legit, like, I think totally my fine. barrier is just, like, I'm not able to be like, woo, he's hot, because I'm like, yeah, he knows he's hot, and yeah. he and everyone else knows he's hot, and, like, yeah. I've, in my personal life, felt so much more comfortable being at, being, like, woo go at like a strip club with women or a strip club with gay men like yeah. that is more fun for me i want to throw my dollars at them yeah. i don't want to throw my dollars at straight jacked men yeah. who like i guess for yeah. me it comes back to that same thing we were saying earlier about how like these men are held to such a standard mm -hmm. that it's like it's this impossible it's impossible yeah you know and like if we were celebrating, like, normal-looking dudes that, like... Because I do see where you're coming from. Yeah. And I'm just imagining, like, your average normal-looking dude. Yeah. Like, some, like, a tiny little bit of chest hair in the middle. Like, a little mm -hmm. bit of a belly. And we were trying to pretend, like, that was being super celebrated. I would be like, oh, my God, this is so trash. Like, they already have so much privilege. Yeah. But then I'm like, these people, like, theoretically are, like, working so hard at what they have yeah. that I... I, yeah, men who have a standard know. imposed on them in, in, in a way yeah, that it's, it's not it's its unlike own, women it's its own who standard. have their own standard yeah. that is imposed upon them. Yeah, but and, but they are but within those two things, yeah. men obviously have more privilege, yeah, and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not an equal playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And a question I want to ask also is, besides the movie Showgirls, how would a movie like this starring women fare? Oh, I would like, fucking love that. I would great. fucking love yeah. it, but there would never be a movie like that. That would be more... Okay, like, so if, like, if, if, if we're... I'll be lesbian strip clubs. I'm ready. <laughs> if we're talking more like a direct inverse of what this was, because of the way that Magic Mike XXL celebrated like and embraced its audience of gays and ladies, uh -huh. the inverse of that would be more celebrating the straight man. Yeah, in, that's in, true. In the way that you don't But want. I think about <laughs> it in a way where I'm like, could we ever have like... A buddy stripper movie starring women that's fun and lighthearted and features yeah. like funny like, characters. I, I see this trip, somewhere. But they're yes, strippers. a girl strip of strippers. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. I, I just, I just don't think so because so, yeah, go ahead. I yeah. think if we keep trying to celebrate women and whatever gay men are cool watching some naked women for two hours in a movie yeah, theater. Yeah. I mean, people love Showgirls, but yeah. Showgirls is sad. Gay men love Showgirls. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, I think if it was still like to give those people more or less like the power like odd audience empowering power. the women in the end yeah yeah then it could be an interesting movie but mm -hmm. that would be the only way they could do it yeah if it was posed to a different audience then yeah no couldn't work all right okay well we just spent an hour talking, talking about magic mike yeah <laughs> because it's really final good. thoughts 
Should people watch these films? Final you need thoughts. to watch the first one to fully enjoy the beauty that is in the celebration that is the second one. Although we definitely spoiled a lot of stuff. I don't really think it's about spoiling it because... No, then just enjoy the second one, skip the first one. The end. <laughs> yeah. I think in order... I truly appreciated the second one so much more after watching yeah, the original. Same. Yeah. Um, I thought the second one was really goofy when I saw it, but juxtaposed, I was like... This is fucking this joyful. Yes. Hell yeah. You feel the yeah. joy a lot more after going through the depression of the fucking yeah. first one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think my final takeaway is going to be a quote from Carrie from when we were watching. <laughs> this was the first one. And it was when they were doing the, like, the sandbar party. Mm, you know? Because yep. she was like, oh my god, imagine being one of those people just like, like imagine you're not a stripper. And yeah. you're just like hanging out on hanging that sandbar. Yeah. And then, like, this boat full of strippers just rolls up. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm still here. <laughs> and she just said, ha, 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 strippers. And it was perfect. So that's, that's my takeaway Love for it. the films. The films. Love it. Yeah. Um, well, this episode, episode is going to come yeah. out. This episode is going to come out while Deirdre is on vacation. Yeah, fucking uh, parasailing. And ATV In Mexico yes. with... Fingers crossed, a bunch of strippers. Uh, so, Deirdre, hope you're having fun on vacation Thanks, as you too. listen to this. John, thank you so much for coming in Thanks and gabbing with us. Thank you, John. Um, y'all, uh, apparently our show's on Apple Podcasts, also on Spotify. Don't forget Stitcher. Don't forget Stitcher. Um, leave us some reviews, please, because we're trying to get those Quip sponsorships. Yeah, and if um, you don't leave a review, I will come to your house. I'm not going to brush my teeth until quick If you don't leave a review, us. they might still invite you to the podcast like me, but <laughs> yeah, I will John leave a review on the review. episode that I was on. So. Wow, that John guy seems cool. Love John. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bye. Bye.